0: This podcast is brought to you by Cross Catholic Outreach. Last year, Cross Catholic Outreach provided over 30 million meals to families in need around the world. Join us in our global effort to reduce material and spiritual poverty. Learn more at crosscatholic.org/bless.
1: Aloha and good morning from Waikiki Beach. It's Bear Wozniak bringing you the Ocean Sunrise Catechism. We're going to be here for oh about, I'm leaving on Monday for the pain land. I'm going to go see my sister in Minnesota, my dad, who's up there, and then go to Florida for about a month. So, uh, hoping to see some of our friends along the way. I speak at a men's conference in Orange, Texas, September 26th. And uh, then I head back home to Hawaii. Uh, Jesus Christ suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. When what death is technically is from what, from our point of view as Christians is when the soul leaves the body of an animal or the soul leaves the body of a man. Now <clears throat> animals have animal souls, but humans have a spiritual soul. So. Um, when the, the so when a man dies it's his soul leaving his spiritual soul soul leaving his body so what happened when jesus died because jesus is all god and all man when jesus died in his divinity right his soul left his body so his human soul was still united with his heavenly um, personhood right because he's he's a god jesus is the Son of God, totally God, totally man so he has two he has two uh, natures and the human nature of course has a soul and a body and the soul is our mind will and emotion um, The mind is that soul is the, the brain is the organ of the mind the brain is part of our physical faculties but we also have a mind which is part of our soul we have a will. And we have emotions, and that's all part of our soul. So when the body, the soul and body of Jesus were separated, his soul went to the underworld, Hades, uh, and but yet he was still connected to his his divine nature. Also, his body, even though it was separated from soul, his body was still connected to his divine nature. So. He was never, uh, his body uh, never uh, suffered corruptions. His body was always united with his divine nature. Now, when Jesus died, he didn't go to hell. The Apostles' Creed says that he descended into hell. But um, our understanding of what what hell is, it has changed over the years. Um, Hell in the Apostles' Creed is not referring to the place of the damned. Um, there is a place for the damned, but that's not where Jesus went. Jesus went to hell in the, in the, in the sense of that word in the, back in the day to Hades. The literal translation is the underworld. When he died, uh, his soul, in his soul, he went, to, he went to Hades. And he preached the good news to those who were destined to be saved. Those that were, as the Old Testament calls it, Abraham's bosom. He uh, preached to the saints of the Old Testament and and led captivity captive and set captives free so um so you you get this vision one of the uh the writers i forget which church father wrote about it of the whole earth trembling just shaking just hardly able to contain the body of of jesus christ in the grave and uh that the great resurrection would take place remember Nuclear fission is a very powerful, powerful thing, right? It's where we get atomic bombs and atomic energy. That's the splitting of an atom, the smallest smallest, uh, thing in the universe, the basic building block, the atom. And when that atom is split, great power is released. Well, how much greater a power would be released if you'd split the greatest being in the universe? If the body and soul of Jesus is separated, how great a power would that superabundant grace be? But then, Jesus' body was resurrected because his soul returned to his body and was fused together in resurrection glory. And nuclear fusion is the fusion of the smallest particles in the universe. What would happen if the greatest being in the universe, if his soul and body were... uh, fused together again great 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 power as we say in the catholic church super abundant grace more grace uh, uh, abounded beyond all that would ever be required for everyone in the universe to be saved if they choose to be if they accept the work of jesus jesus won't force anybody into a relationship with them by the way people wonder would uh, can can demons be saved no that when the angels rebelled they had already seen they had seen god face to face and they chose to rebel, and there is no redemption for them. Um, but humans were tempted, and uh, and so for us there is this one hope of Jesus Christ, uh, that we can be who is our only mediator, who we can be, we can be joined to uh, the Father through. People get confused, by the way, because they call some some not official Catholic doctrine but it's pretty much accepted that the Catholic Church that Mary is co-mediatrix that doesn't mean that Jesus is the only mediator before God and man that's Catholic teaching but co-mediatrix is like when, when I learned to fly a plane being a co-pilot didn't mean I was the pilot I was next to the p- pilot and I helped or when I was piloting the co-pilot would help me um, co-mediatrix mean that you you assist Okay, Mary assists in the dispensation and distribution of the graces, but uh, because Jesus has honored her in that way, but Jesus is a sole mediator before God and man. The paschal mystery of Christ's cross and resurrection stands at the center of the good news that the apostles and the church following them are to proclaim to the world. You know, the good news of the church, so powerful what happened. Uh, After the first apostles, you know, first of all, proto evangelism the preparation for the for the gospel. The Roman Empire spreading from the border of England all the way towards Persia, down into Alexandria, down to Ethiopia, uh, up towards Germany, uh, all through Greece. Those Roman roads uh, connected uh, the world together and allowed the gospel to just spread. First it spread from town to town, um, and then came the around the year 70 A.D., the Great uh, the persecution of the of the apostles and of the Christians but then um, there was no real big persecution again for about 200 years and it is said you can read uh, the writings of um, oh forget the, the writer's name now I'll tell you tomorrow but the, the historian Josephus and the other there's another uh, a Roman historian that talks about how in every oh it was um ah, I can't remember okay one of the governors wrote a history and he was writing about how you can't go to a single town, not, not just city but villages and in the country where there aren't Christians how they would come to the point because of the Roman um, roads and the and, all, and how all the world is becoming more connected that they'd begun to reject their, their, their gods, you know the, the mythological gods or their pagan gods. Um, by the way, the word pagan, means country kind of country bumpkin type Uh, um, the word is a word that was used by the roman soldiers for anybody who wasn't a roman soldier the early christians all considered themselves soldiers of christ so it spread not only to the cities but to the villages and even to the country and and uh, it got to the point where it seemed like over half the world had converted to christianity so it spread like the mustard seed becoming the tree of life quite rapidly but, um, so Jesus Christ's work was, is meant for all mankind. It's just whether we choose to accept that or not. That's what I call corduroy to the horizon. Beautiful waves today. By the way, I really ask you guys to pray. I've been battling two infections, and to fight one uh, hinders fighting the other, and then they fight that one, and then it hinders fighting the other, and we're kind of up against it. So it's kind of post-prostate cancer radiation uh, Byproduct of stuff, I guess. So please pray for me that I can win this battle. Uh, Both battles. Thank you. Give you a chance to enjoy the sunrise. Beautiful morning. i give you the sign of the cross in the Hawaiian language. (laughs) My wife thought I was done. Maka Inoa Okamakua. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Love you guys. Thank you for your prayers.
0: Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, hollow is here to help hollow is a catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with god through audio guided contemplative prayer sessions from meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines hollow has something for everyone hollow is the number one catholic app in the u.s it is free to download and has permanently free content but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days risk free by signing up at www.hollow.app/breadbox